Well, the good news is my neighbour has actually turned off their music in time for the podcast. I'm so happy about that. That is brilliant news, actually. Uh, that's probably the best news in isolation today. I know, right? The, li- <laughs> the littlest things, the littlest things piss you off now. Like, oh, literally. Gosh. Honestly, I'm living for this fantastic news. It's brightened up my day. <laughs> I don't know if you can we tell the sarcasm. <laughs> I think a lot of people would be able to tell right now. <laughs> I mean, I, I know, I know. Recommend took a bit of a break, but I didn't realise we were in the middle of a pandemic as well. Yeah, it's a it's a manic one. <laughs> it's a it's mad a cra- one. It's a, it's a crazy boy. one right now. Mm. But how is everyone? Um, I'm good. Do you know what? I think I've gotten used to this whole like working from home, keeping isolation lock. I mean, I'm. I'm naturally quite like a homebody anyway, but even this is a step too far. But this is me. This, this is long. I'm not gonna lie. Honestly, this, this is way that, too long, Juliana. Juliana, how how are you doing in, in this whole thing? I'm getting fat. Let's just put it that way. Okay, Matt. I team. hear that. I hear that. <laughs> yeah, I'm eating all the shits. Everything. I'm eating everything. Yeah, but I've, I think it's one or two ways for people. People can really see this time as. All right, cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna lose weight, or I'm just gonna be like, I don't care. I have How no one to impress. Hold on, wait a minute. How are you looking at this time as losing weight? Because I'm not gonna lie, packet of crisps there, popcorn there, sweet there, a patty in the fridge there, <laughs> macaroni and wow. cheese for dinner, bruh. That's what I'd be thinking about. I ain't thinking about losing no damn weight. We're in a fucking pandemic, when, mate. We're comfort when, eating. Comfort no. eating. That's what we're doing. True, 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 true. I, yep. I'm not gonna lie. I've comfort eat. A, I was comfort eating a lot. Um, I still am, even though I've got like a wedding, my own wedding to go to uh, next year. <laughs> it's a bit peak. I don't think I'm gonna lose enough weight for it. But you know, we we'll see what happens. Let's kick it off then. So guys, guys, you are tuned in to a recommend TV special. But instead of being on YouTube, we have now taken it to a podcast. And it's a little bit different for me because I can't see the lovely guests that I have with me. Well, I can. Yeah, you can. We're doing this on Zoom as well. We can. But we're not in the same room and it's a little bit difficult. And we don't have one of the members of Recommend TV. He's off doing something. Uh, probably chilling or playing P- PS4. Who knows? Um, Yasin is not with us. But we have the lovely Juliana with us. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I actually thought I was at a bashment ray for a second there. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, <laughs> guys. Obviously, we are here to talk about programmed movies, television, everything, everything that you can watch. Because I know it's a little bit difficult right now, and we've got all this time on our hands as well to watch the series or the, the films that we want to watch. So I want to pick. I say I want to pick. We all want to. We all want to talk about this. But we're all at different stages in this program. Mm-hmm. And it's it is none other than Save Me Too. I, I must admit I've I've seen Save Me, like the ads on Sky for it, but I've never actually been bothered to actually tune in. Mm, me too. When Save Me Too like came on, I thought, okay, screw it, I've got nothing else to do. Let me just watch. And um I'm quite pleasantly surprised by it, to be honest. Do you know what? It's it's a really good watch really good watch and it's um <clears throat> it's obviously written written directed by none other lenny james who was in what's that program 
on BBC One. Line of Duty, bro. <sighs> Line of Duty. Line of Duty. Waking Dead. Batman episode. Waking Dead. <laughs> Sorry. What are you saying? Okay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> line of line line of duty. Line of Walking duty. Dead. That's it. The oh yes, he dead. was in Walking Dead. Yeah, he was. Good yeah, shout. He's still Oh he, he's he still was, in, I think. Yeah, he's, I think he's still in. I ain't watched that show, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I I've I've tuned out long ago, man. That that show's listen, dead. Listen, you can't you can't be watching Walking Dead during this pandemic, man. It's it's a bit depressing. It, it's too surreal. Yeah. Too surreal. <laughs> we're too close. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's the second series of uh, Save Me Two, obviously written by himself. Um, obviously, you, it, it can be found on Now TV or Sky Atlantic or whatever, whatever you really want to watch it on. But I I watch it on Sky Atlantic. I am. We, a Sky we keep customer. it. We keep it legal. We keep it legal. But do course, we know? <laughs> no, no. Let's be honest. No, in this day and age, no. <laughs> <laughs> But guys, I, I just wanted to know, what do you guys think of it? Like, where, whereabouts are you in the episode? I've completed it. I, I thought it was pretty good. It was very gritty. And I wasn't, mm. I, I didn't know what to expect from it. Like, I yeah. knew it was about trying to save somebody, like his daughter. But I didn't know, like, the depths of where they were going to go in the story. Mm-hmm. Quite quite some dark scenes as well. Yeah. Um, what about you, Jules? What do you think? Um, For me... So I had heard about it from quite a few people and loads of people were like recommending it. And on top of that, I just see the pun there recommending it. Yeah, then no. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I thought to myself, yeah, yeah, exactly. Hmm. Um, and I was like, it's on my list to watch. And I thought, do you know what? Look, we're in a global pandemic. Might as well. Um, so I watched season one and I probably got to about episode five and I was just like, rah. I get where this is going, but yeah. there was a couple of people in that show that I just wanted to give one bitch slap. But, you know, <laughs> we'll get into that mm-hmm. a little bit more. So I got to about season two, episode two, and I was just like, nah, I need a break. <laughs> I was like, I need a so break. You- I need a break. So I haven't kind of like tuned back in. But I think what I loved about it is the mere fact that it's so gripping um, and it feels like it's, it opens your eyes to a different part of like London, UK that you don't necessarily come yeah. across on your day to day living. And you don't mm. hear many shows that talk about human trafficking, um, especially no. with like young London girls or young um, UK girls. So immediately. Other than that... the sort of like the glamorous, like Hollywood take on it, which is completely unrealistic. Exactly. And lacking so, the So. That for me was what kind of like gripped me the most. Um, and the fact that the there's some amazing shots of like real London, like, you mm. know, the estate where you see, uh, you know, the next door neighbour talking to the other neighbour, people standing outside the shop, you know, just having a little catch up and whatever. And then you just see yeah. like little boys playing in the basketball court, playing football, even though it's a basketball court. Do you know what I mean? Those yeah. kind of things. Yeah. I re- that's what I really love because it really took the essence of like London and also mm. like nationally, you know. Um, so I enjoyed it, yeah. but I'll, I'll get into. I'll wait for you guys to chime in and get into what we I'm, really didn't like. <laughs> I really, I really like. I really like that you've covered. Obviously, the, the one of the main bits for me as well personally was obviously the different sites of of London. 
that mm. you know you're not too familiar with. There was only one place, and the one place that I knew of is obviously in series series one where he um, I think it's the last episode where he goes to that snooker place, and it's all shut down, and that's where they're bidding for the girls. Yeah, yeah. So the road leading up to that, I've actually been near there, not because I was trying to bid for girls, because that's not what I'm about, <laughs> but. <laughs> I've seen the play. I've seen the place, and I was just like, "Oh wow, this like, I've walked past there. That's sick, cool, sweet." Yeah. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But it they don't use your your typical places in London. Like it was really, really well done, and I really like the pub as well because mm. it's just so. You just don't it's, expect them to shoot somewhere like that. I don't yeah. know why. Yeah, and it's part and it's parcel. Just very different. Yeah, and it's part and parcel of like the British culture as well mm. like being in the yeah. pub because people do go to the pub you know what i mean it's such a thing yeah, that we yeah. do um so yeah. and especially like them being inside the pub it was such a community as well because it's like i guess it's the area seen like like obviously more working class kind of um environment um area it was good to see that there was a community there and this was their place that they kind of called their home because yeah. they would all come there. They would all come and, you know, catch up, have a laugh, you know, even like the kids from like the local university would come in there and have yeah. their drinks yeah. and stuff like that. So, yeah. That's what, that's one thing I noticed as well in the second series. You don't see those uni kids no more. <laughs> no, <laughs> you really don't see them in it. You really don't see them. But obviously I'm not going to, I'm not going to ruin obviously series one for people who haven't seen it. Make sure you watch that first before you tune into uh second series but um so from from watching it it's just it's very interesting to sort of see like because obviously the character nelly is playing a stereotype of like a deadbeat dad mm. who literally just spent his days just like going from woman to woman not having any responsibilities of his actions and mm. all this of his like daughter that he hasn't really connected with yeah. He got kidnapped, he, crushes like, it down. He was even, never really a father. Any, he? he was a sperm donor. <laughs> like, bro, he yeah, gave, pretty he, much. Yeah, he basically yeah. gave up his like like parental rights, and um, when she was three years old. So for me, he wasn't a father. He like he was just literally a sperm donor. So mm. when he was given all this energy, this this kind of like built up energy around finding this daughter bro you never met her like she <laughs> don't know you <laughs> That's you know I, mean? what I think it is I, and it, this is a very difficult sort of program to watch because you're like how have you gone from this to now being superhero do you know what i mean and being her savior and mm. and, and trying to find her because you've you've had no you've had no relationship with her in the first place but yeah, it's all. I think it's that it's it's just that fatherly love that you 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 all that parent love that you always have, even though you've never really been around. It kicks in, and that's what you see with Nelly. Like you see that I want to find her. I want to be something for her. Mm-hmm. Mm. And it was re- it's it's really nice to see. And obviously the first one, the second one in the second series, I feel a certain way about Nelly. So. Don't get me wrong, I love the whole superhero thing, the superhero dad sort of way of, I need to find my daughter. But in this series, I thought he was very, very selfish in the way he did things. So he didn't think about his, con- he didn't think about certain consequences 
and he didn't think about the people that he got involved as well. Like, he wasn't concerned about their feelings. Very narcissistic. Very, it's like even the people that were already like on a limb with the law were doing favors for him. And he didn't appreciate like the risk they were taking yeah. for, to help him. Honestly, like, that really yeah. pissed me off. He was moving mad. He was really moving mad and reckless. Yeah. And that was yeah. what kind of like, I guess, don't get me wrong. He did get, he, he did get along quite far compared to the police in mm. you know finding mm. the information but i feel like he left a lot of casualties behind in the process of what he was doing and yeah. a lot of like lives were damaged as well from it all um mm -hmm. and things were revealed and it, it's just kind of like like you said it's it's basically he was being a narcissist he was just thinking about himself even even yeah. though the common kind of like the the most important thing to him was finding his daughter, but yeah. the the way he was going about it, it was completely nuts. It was like, bruh. Yeah, totally. You know, because I was I was watching him, him in these dirty yellow coat. I was watching, him, I was like, listen, oh my firstly, God. take off that, that coat, yellow coat. That and, coat needs to be taken off and burnt, please. Please, <laughs> you're annoying me. With Man's that. a big man out here, and he's looking like Paddington Bear, bruv. <laughs> <laughs> Paddington Bear <laughs> With his yellow coat <laughs> Just missing the red hat Oh my god Little idiot He's a little idiot Little idiot man around around London Trying to find his door in some big yellow jacket Big yellow jacket uh, Idiot Oh god <laughs> if, if he wanted to be incognito That would be the worst colour he could have picked He couldn't be I can't even say the damn word He couldn't be <laughs> Incognito. incognito he can't you're there trying to be superhero dad like I said but you got this big yellow jacket on and you're running around and you're, you're just you're causing a madness and you're just you're really not thinking about others enough and this is the one thing that sat with me and I, I, I you'll probably hear me repeat this for the rest for, like throughout this this podcast is he was very selfish mm. very selfish and you could tell even like from the first series where He's a womanizer. Mm. You know, he had one woman. He had one woman, woman here, but he was on to another one here, and like, he didn't care about who got hurt. He just, he literally just wanted his cake and eat it too. Uh, and and it's the same with what he was doing in series two. He didn't care who he got involved. Like, and that's the thing. He, like, he 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 didn't even have like a permanent address where he was staying. So oh. he's very he's very like board was dependent on you know his flings in it when he screws up he could be kicked out yeah and it, yeah. it's like it's it's literally um what's the word a lot uh, he did a lot of manipulation yeah there was mm -hmm. a, lot a lot of manipulation a lot of that definitely and there was nothing in return for the other party it was kind of like do you know what just do this for me it wasn't yeah. like yeah. I owe you. It was just do it for me because I need this. My daughter, like mm. I need to find my daughter. But mm. we get it. But I must put my life at risk. I don't mm. know your daughter. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know her. I think it's, it's, it's very true because everyone had their own life that they had to deal with and do. Yeah. You, talking about someone else, um, I don't know how you guys feel about this person. Um, I wasn't a big fan of his uh, in the first series, but Melon, 
Do you remember Melon? Yeah, 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 yeah. Is that yeah. the, um, uh, the sex, sex offender? The pe- I was going to say the pedophile, but let me let me be tame, you know. <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna call him um I was gonna call him pedophile as well. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't, don't don't worry. I was gonna call him pedophile as well. But he um you in the second series. Obviously, I don't want to give too much away for obviously people who haven't watched it and maybe Juliana. But you see a different side to Melon um in this series. And you see how much of a good actor he is. Mm. Like he was—he's—he's he's brilliant. Stephen Graham is top notch, especially if um, I don't know if you've seen This Is England or like the Channel Four like TV series of This Is England. And he was yeah, in Line of Duty notch. the last season, bro. Mm. Oh yes, yeah, so man. It's, it's probably from that then is mm-hmm. how, how they've actually come together and worked together as well again. But I thought Melon was. You saw a character who was very vulnerable, um, who just wanted to prove himself, mm-hmm. not just to his missus, but to obviously himself and others. But you saw him in a very vulnerable place, but you, you felt sorry for him, even though you're kind of like, but well, you know, this is what you did. Do you know what I mean? But this is what, what pissed me off was with um, Nelly and Melon was like Nelly was literally kind of making him go onto the dark web to find his daughter, knowing the fact that he's trying to get away from that. Yes. And he's still pushing and pushing him. This like, is... Where's where's accountability in that? Again, selfless. I mean, it's just selfish. It's yeah. utter selfish, you know? But Where... then again, in saying that, though... um. I do believe that Melon was secretly on those dark web websites before. Um, and I'm going back to um, season one. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's true, yeah. Um, and stuff. So I felt like he used that as an excuse um, for him to say like, oh, yeah, but I was looking for your daughter and I'm going to help you find your daughter. But man was really up mm. there looking for himself. Do you know what I'm saying? I mean... Th- the keywords he was typing in, like clearly, you know, he, he, he was for, for himself, not just to help with the efforts. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. His he he was doing his nastiness in the first ep- in the first mm. series, and you could yeah. see that. But in the second second series, you did not see that sort. You did not basically when you cut a melon in half. There's one half. You might get a bad half, but you actually saw the good half of this melon uh, in this <laughs> series, which I, I I really I really liked. Um, the fresh half and the sport half. Yeah, man. Stephen Graham was, he was just an absolute ledge for, um, uh, in this series, just an absolute ledge. Mm. Did anyone think that um, Claire, like Nelly's ex, um, mm. the rich husband, had anything to do with the disappearance oh, 100%. initially? 100%. Um, but it looked very suspect. Yeah, it did. I thought it did. It did to a certain extent, but then I was just like, something's not quite right um about it so i was just like i was a bit unsure because i can see that he clearly cared for the girl uh because Mm. he said that that to him she was his she was his daughter um but at the same time i was just like "Mm, why are you really hiding here and obviously it was revealed that he got mixed up in some shit and he owes people money um sorry Mm. spoiler alert if you ain't watched it. Um, but yeah, so it's kind of like, oh, okay, that makes sense. So there's an, it's like there's another layer to the story. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. 
But in saying mm. that, we st- even though we kind of like it slowly revealed who was responsible for getting her, um, sent, putting her into the wrong hands, we know who it is. Mm-hmm. It still felt kind of like this world is bigger than what we kind of like see at the moment. Do you get what I'm saying? I wouldn't yeah, be surprised. Totally. I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know if it's revealed in season two because I ain't finished it. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if the drug ring that the stepfather has been involved in is actually also responsible for trafficking young girls. I wouldn't be surprised. You'll have to watch to find out. Okay, see, there Honestly, we go. But to be honest, if I'm, ra- if I'm right, yeah, uh, what's his real name? Lenny? Lenny James. Lenny James. Yeah. Lenny James, get me on your writing team because I'm a Bannerman <laughs> psychic, bro. <laughs> Lenny James. Do you know what? Lenny James is a brilliant writer. And I, 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 I think for a British drama, it's probably, probably the, one of the best British drama I've seen in a long, long time. Mm. Like, I, I just had to, you know, put my hand up and be like, you know what? Lenny James, he did well with that. I, it, I, I was... Every episode, you're kind of like, it's it's just you just see really good writing, and you see mm. really good acting as well. But um, yeah, that's that's all I can say about it, man. I, I think it's really it's up there. It's just as good as Line of Duty. I I definitely recommend it. I think Sky are really pushing the envelope with UK dramas and the quality mm. that they're pushing out. I'm I'm quite impressed so far. Yeah. Um, so, so if you're locked down in quarantine, definitely check out Save Me and Save Me Too. Definitely. Um, talk about imp- being impressed. Who impressed you in um, with their acting? Mine was Melon. I saw a different side of Melon, but who like did you guys have a, a favorite? Um, I think I think for me it would have to be um the main character. Surprisingly, even as much as I hate him, uh, the mere fact, the reason why I feel like his acting was top notch is because it takes a lot at the end of the day. Sometimes the main character, you like how a lot of people write the main characters that they want you to like the main character. He's lovable. They're lovable. You know, you feel sorry for them. You know what I mean? You can, Mm. they can never do no wrong in your eyes. Whereas for, for me, like the way Nelly was written is that, Oh my God. Yeah. We've got help. Like, I get why he's doing it to the point where you're like, brother, you're doing the most, like you're angry with the way he's doing things. So it yeah. like, yeah. I think his character really sent me on an emotional roller coaster because I was just like, do you know what? I feel you. But then I'm like, for fuck's sake, sorry, excuse my language. Mm. Like you're bruh. Like why yeah. is no one what, punched what's the you word? yet? He's, a, he's an anti-hero. That's what That's he is. That's it. Anti-hero. He's, a, yeah, he's 100%. an anti-hero. That's the best way to describe it. Yeah. Definitely. Such a good way of describing. And um, well, I think another one, my third and last, obviously I said, obviously I thought uh, Stephen Graham was, was great. Uh, Nelly, obviously Lenny James was great, but even, um, what's her name? I think, I believe it's, is it Olivia Gray? Who played, was it Olivia Gray? No, sorry, it's Olive Gray. Just Olive Gray, who played, who played Grace. So she played, um, she played the girl that he found at the end of series one. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yes. In series two, it gets proper complex. Yeah, and I, I feel the character that she played was 
a difficult one. Okay, it was never going to be easy to play a character like that. Obviously, someone who's caught up in some sort of madness of, you know, would you say maybe trafficking or, or pretending, I won't give too much away, but pretending to be uh, trafficked, um, if that's the correct term. Um, she was she was decent. And do you know her parents are, you know, do you remember, what's that, Fame Academy? Oh, um, Carrie she, and uh, Dave? Those are yeah, her you parents. Know those, that's her parents. Swear down. Good for her. Swear down. Swear down. But I feel... Obviously, and yes, uh, yeah, I've, I've I've just fact checked it, and yes, come on, man. Carrie and Dave, <laughs> Carrie Grant and David Grant. Come on, you're not dealing with yes in here. You're dealing with Dorian, <laughs> you know. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm, I'm just checking. <laughs> you know, them ones there where you'd have to do your research and that, blood. <laughs> Dorian. Well, no, no. She she was um she was I thought I thought she was amazing because she played a very like, ah, oh, you know what? I hate you, but I understand what you're going through. So she was kind of like the female version of, of Nelly as well. I'm just like, nah, you're getting on my nerves now. You're getting on my nerves. But I understand what you're going through as well. So I kind of sympathise. But um, yeah. no, she was brilliant. She was really good. So big up to her as well. Uh, to wrap up Save Me Too, I would give it a 4.5. That's me. That's me. You guys can disagree. How, like, What would you rate it out of five? I would definitely give it a four out of five. I think strong, I agree. That's a strong four. Yeah, I I agree with Andre on that one. I'll give it a four. Um, it is quality piece of it's like quality writing, um, mm. but obviously I haven't finished it. So just off of yeah. like season one already, I'm like four out of five. So that's final, guys. Let let's, let me sum it up. It's a four. It's a four. Let me let me change my uh let me change my rating. It's gonna be a recommend four out of five. Def de- definitely watch till the end of uh, series two. Um, yeah. definitely watch that. Nice, cool. 